This is the Engaging Mobility Podcast, where we discuss topics related to transportation and aging, and consider the intersection of longevity and the social need for being able to move around in our communities. I'm Terry Cassidy, and I co-host this podcast with Susie Tichinski. We are so glad you've joined us today. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. This is Susie Tichinski. I'm here today with Terry, and we are thrilled to have with us Avery. Avery is the program advisor with AARP. And just to give you a little bit of background information on her, she has over a decade of experience in program management and continuing education content development. She joined AARP Driver Safety as the program advisor in August 2018 with a focus on managing both core and emerging transportation and mobility programs. So programs including CarFit, which we're going to talk a little bit about today. Prior to joining AARP, Avery served in the role of Director of Education with the ALS Association and the American Telemedicine Association, where she developed continuing medical education initiatives and managed stakeholder and vendor relationships. Welcome to the program, Avery. Thank you so much, Susie and Terry. It's a pleasure to be here to talk about CarFit today. Well, we've got, yes, I was going to say there's lots of things on your resume I'd like to talk to you about, but we've only got a couple minutes. So we're going to drill straight in. So we want to talk a little bit about CarFit. Can you start us off and just share with our listeners, what is CarFit and, you know, what's the goal of it? Absolutely. I'd be happy to. So CarFit is an education program designed to help older adults learn how to get the correct and proper fit in their vehicles. So this can be done by attending, when it's safe, an in-person car fit event. Um, It's a 20-minute checkup where a trained technician will walk through a 12-point checklist with the driver to make sure those different 12 key elements are fitting correctly. And if for some reason one or multiple of those are not fitting, then they get referred to an OT to help define some of those solutions to get that proper fit. So really it's a community-based education program. Um, What CarFit is not is that we're not a driving assessment. We're not trying to take away your keys or do anything that might not feel good. It's just a really fun, happy program. So based on, you know, what you said and what I know, it's it's focused on education. It was set up and established around these live, either one-on-one checks or small events where you would come in. So March, 2020, mm-hmm. <laughs> pandemic is declared. Um, obviously we're not leaving our homes for essentials, let alone a car fit check. How has this impacted the program? Well, Susie, that really threw us for a loop, right? Because as you said, CarFit historically, totally in person, the training's done in person and the actual CarFit events and one-on-ones in person completely. Um, That's just how the program was developed because back in 2005 and beyond, we we didn't know that a global pandemic was going to hit. So it definitely affected us beginning in March, um, the CarFit administrators of AAA, AOTA, and AARP decided that we needed to come together and we actually suspended all in-person events 
starting in March through end of the year. And now it's looking like it's going to be at least until March 2021. So what we needed to do is pivot because we want to keep CarFit on people's minds. It's such an important program and there's still so much value, even if you can't get out there in person. So we quickly got to work. And I say quickly because not always do things happen quickly with CarFit, but we did get together the three partner organizations and decided to develop a all new virtual workshop. So developing a whole new curriculum of how individuals in the public could learn how to get that proper fit in their vehicles without having to attend an in-person event. So that's a real challenge, right? So prior it was set up for one-on-one or live, however the scenario was, and you mentioned going through a 12 point checklist and now you've got to make this virtual or change it in somehow. <laughs> yes. So how is it starting to look like how, what, what have you guys created? What have you come up with as a solution? So I think it's really exciting and really innovative for a program that has been, I, I don't want to say set in sways because it's a terrific educational program, but it has been very regimented in what we're doing, but we are still maintaining that consistency and that excellency in what we provide in the education by developing this new curriculum where we are still walking through various elements of the checklist. We are focusing on six of those elements to do the self-check. So that way we are providing instructions on how somebody could feasibly take everyday household items and a self-assessment checklist that we've created just for the virtual environment and go into their vehicles and help figure out how to get that that fit without interacting with that technician. So we have this whole new 90-minute workshop that we've developed where we walk through this specifically. We talk about the education and why it's so vital, how these different elements work together in the vehicle to keep you safe on the road, um, and how to then get that assessment proper. Um, So we are doing the 90 minute session. And then afterwards, if you've gone through and done your self-assessment with that checklist, you can then come back and attend a virtual focus session where you're gonna get a little bit more one-on-one attention from an OT um, or a really qualified expert car fit volunteer who can maybe assess some of those more specific fit questions that you have. So it's, it's changed from like a 20 minute live session to now you can attend a 90 minute virtual appointment or your a lesson. And, um, I would imagine at some point those might even go on demand. I think that, yes, it's still up in the air about how we're going to send this out to the masses, but yes, we have, I think 33 different sessions available from November through December. So I encourage anybody who wants to participate, these are available to sign up for on the CarFit website. So www.car-fit.org and look for virtual workshops and you can register for those there. And then after you've taken a virtual workshop and you still have specific fit questions, definitely think about registering for one of those focus sessions for a little bit more attention. Um, They'll be smaller, they'll be shorter, but you'll still get that, I think that great sort of one-on-one vibe that you would get from doing that in a live environment. So you've got the 90 minutes of education, then you've got the the small mini check. So was the idea like you take this mini check and you print it off and you take it with you and you go to your own car? Yeah, that's a great question, Susie. So yes, absolutely. This sort of all builds on each other. So we have the 90 minute education workshop where we walk through 
all the great things about CarFit and what you should be looking for. Part of that is this self-assessment checklist that was developed specifically for the virtual workshop. And so we walk through what you should be looking for during the workshop. Afterwards, you can print off that self-assessment, go into your vehicle, or you can even take it on your iPad because it is a smart form. So you can fill it out there if you're tech savvy. Um, and then if you've noticed that something isn't fitting as well and you may need some specific fit help or some questions directed for an occupational therapist, then we recommend that somebody attend that focus session. Or they can also attend a virtual workshop again and just let that education sink in. So I guess I'm just wondering, listening to you, which I think it's, it's really exciting to hear about other ways to educate the public because that's really the whole goal behind the carpet is, is to get this education out there, get people interested and in, involved in their own safety and their fit in their vehicle. Um, it's in a sense, and tell me if I'm wrong in this, in a sense, it removes the um, carpet technician from the picture. I know there's the, the follow-up session, but in terms of the immediate, it's kind of directly, the message is coming from the organizations that run carpet to the client or to the public, is that accurate? That is a great question, Terry, and thank you for calling that out. Currently, we have pulled together a working group of really skilled car fit volunteers. So Susie is on it, as a matter of fact, um, as well as several OTs and also uh, representatives from AAA and AARP driver safety, but they are volunteers. So we are currently having these be volunteer led. I believe most of our volunteers are instructors or event coordinators, but we do hope at some point to roll this out in a broader scale where we could theoretically train folks who are already technicians in CarFit to lead these within their communities, because the goal is certainly to get this out into the community and disseminate this in a way that maybe nationally we don't have the bandwidth or the ability to do. Thank you. And the, because I do see such a piece of carpet is that community engagement and community building. Totally. Um, do we envision a time, and I know this is all guessing, do we envision a time in which there will be both options that people could attend, you know, post pandemic isolation precautions, People could either attend an in-person event or have this option of doing, doing an online version. Fantastic question. I think we don't see this going away anytime soon. This has really just opened the door for what we can do. I mean, when things are great and everything is healthy, right? <laughs> There's still a accessibility issue with CarFit when it comes to providing this program in areas where you might not have trained volunteers. Um, we are based on a train the trainer model. So really that involves having trained volunteers in a geographic area. So if you don't have that, then you might not be able to attend a CarFit event or get trained in CarFit, which is one of the major issues to scalability with this program that we've seen. So we really envision this being a way to get this out into communities where you don't have a trained volunteer and you can attend an in-person event. So we definitely see this going tandem as an option. And I don't think it's gonna cannibalize having that great in-person interaction, I think it's just gonna be another nice tool in our tool belt. 
And I can see just based on my experience with Carfit, there's a lot of times people come and sometimes it takes a little encouragement for them to come to a, a live event. But once they go through it, they hugely see the value and they're like, oh, when's your next event? I want my husband to come. I want, I want to come back with my other car, like all of these pieces where it's nice to have an option. Let's say we're going into winter here in Colorado. We aren't going to do it, you know, regardless of pandemic, we don't generally do events during the winter. So this is a way to keep people safe and engaged year round, like you're saying, wherever they are in the country as well. Absolutely. Right. In Colorado, it may be the winter where it's really hard to have an event, but in Florida, it's the summer. So there are always going to be those challenges, whether it's not having enough trained technicians or, you know, the inclement weather that's happening wherever you live. Uh, this is just another opportunity to continue to keep CarFit top of mind and to continue to disseminate that really great education that the program provides. I think it's interesting also to consider, um, so with, I'm just curious, the education itself, does that still review all 12 points of the original checklist? It sure does. So we do walk through each of the 12 points. We did want to make it uh, a priority for us that we're not being beholden necessarily to what we do in person, but we do think that there's so much value in each of those points and how they work together to keep you safe in the vehicle. So we do walk through each of those. Uh, we talk about the education for each of those. Um, we may not have a self-assessment option for all of those. I think we have it for six of the points, but we definitely walk through each of those, Susie. And I think one of the important parts of the new workshop is that we also encourage folks to attend an in-person event when it's safe, because we do find so much importance in that. For instance, the mirror education, we can provide the education on that, but we can't really reliably provide ways to adjust your mirrors without having somebody there to help you do that or having two technicians to do that, you know, walk around with the, <laughs> so um, there are just benefits that you're going to get from attending in person, but I think there are also some great benefits that you'll get from attending the virtual. So again, it's just having that whole suite of um, pieces for this program now. I love it. I actually, um, I think it's a nice expansion as somebody who's provided CarFit at CarFit events, it's always been a challenge to get through the information in 20 minutes, which was <laughs> always our goal. And here you've got the time to really expand upon it. I'm curious with the expansion kind of, of the education for the learner, for the driver, um, has there been any consideration of um, like, for example, like with the smart driver courses, sometimes you can get a discount on your insurance. Are we seeing that for CarFit or could that be something in the future? It could potentially be something in the future. I think one of the things that I've found with this program is that it's hard to judge whether we're changing somebody's behavior. So we are giving them the tools to make that behavior change, but we don't really have anything set up to evaluate that. So I'm not sure that we would see anything necessarily with an insurance discount, but Again, I think that people really find that it's fun. They get the education and they learn things that they really hadn't known about. I mean, again, getting back to mirror education, that's one of the light bulb moments. Any carpet event that I've attended and helped out at, everybody's like, oh, I had no idea. I didn't know I didn't have my mirrors properly adjusted. This is something I'm going to take with me. So I think that those are more the things that you're going to see as opposed to something like the insurance discount. And I just want to ask a little more on the, the follow-up piece. You mentioned the, 
I think focus sessions or something along those mm -hmm. lines. If you could talk a little bit more about that. And I'm just wondering if there's a way, let's say for local OTs or just, just organizations that are, have been offering carpet, is there any way to link to somebody in your area? I guess that's kind of my question. So, so it may be a national call where you, you can ask some questions, but is there a way to link people to local resources? I think that's a really terrific question. And it's one thing that members of the working group have been asking because there is such a local flair to this program and there are so many diverse options and um, educational resources in various communities. Right now, we don't have that built into the secondary engagement opportunity, but I do think that once we do open it up um, to that broader scale, like I talked about earlier, that would definitely be something that you're going to get from that, Terry, is that more local feel to the resources that we're providing. Currently, we do provide resources to national um, like the AOTA database to find a driver rehab specialist or, you know, um, those different websites where you could go and look to find uh, different professionals in your community, but we can't really get to that really local level just yet with what we're providing. But something for the future, for sure, because it's incredibly important. Well, I appreciate that, yeah. I was gonna say, I actually see a really good opportunity there because I know one of the challenges has been getting some of these, like getting an occupational therapist to an event, right? Yeah. When there's a work conflict and, and just time conflicts in general. And for me, the, one of the major benefits I've seen with these virtual different activities and learning opportunities is that I don't have to factor in if I have an extra hour mighty to drive there and back, I can just log on for 30 minutes and participate. So it might be a really ideal way to tap into and engage some of the OT technicians that have had a hard time kind of engaging. I could not agree with you more. The fact of the matter is we have so many fantastic trained OTs in the CarFit program. It just may not be in your geographic area. And so that's always been, again, that sustainability issue or that scalability issue but we do have so many folks throughout the country that if we can pull them together in this virtual environment, I mean, you're set, right? So it's just a nice, great way to push out that education and to get these experts together into a virtual room, which is awesome. Do you have any favorite like aha moments going through this, really a redesign, right? You're, and your background's kind of perfect for this. Yeah. Like, ooh. <laughs> I mean, on the one hand, it had to be like a little stressful, right? But like how, like it's kind of perfect timing. You've had a, a good year in the, in the program, you understood it, you've got this great background. Were you like, did you have any like really like, ooh, this is going to be big. This is going to be great moments with this. I will say I'm not going to lie because it was incredibly stressful when we all realized, well, this pandemic is not going away by April or May, and we are going to have to find a workaround to provide this to the community still. Um, so I really think that we came up with a really, really cool and innovative way to get this out there by offering these like everyday tools that you can use. Like if you fold this piece of paper, you could use it to check uh, how far away you are from your steering wheel and the line of sight over your steering wheel. So I think just finding ways that we can reliably offer this education and the ability for folks to check the fit in their vehicle, that really was an aha moment for me. We don't need necessarily 
a tech to be there guiding them through. While that's very nice and certainly encourage everybody to go to an in-person event when they're able, um, this is something that anybody could really do at least key pieces of this in their vehicle right now at any time they have you know, five to 10 minutes to do it. So that really, to me, was exciting that we were able to get past what initially seemed like an insurmountable challenge to a program that had always been offered in person prior to this. And we have four new CarFit videos, which we developed specifically for this workshop that I'm excited to say are very cool. And they add a nice little touch to the whole experience. They're animated, they're quick, they're cute, and they just do a really nice job of reinforcing the education. Avery, will you just let us know where to go to find those videos? And we'll also add kind of the website to the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. So currently the videos are only available in the workshops themselves because they were developed for that piece, but I can see them also being available on the CarFit website as well. And I think that they would be available you know, on that video section on the website. But right now, please, please go to a, a workshop to see them in action. <laughs> and I will say that as of today, November 9th, um, we just held our first carpet workshop um, and we'll be holding another one today. And it went really well. We had a nice attendance. We had nice interaction. People stayed until the bitter end. And so that to me was a nice anecdotal metric that people are enjoying this education and really getting a lot out of it. But yeah, we hope to continue to see that. And we will be offering these through December 18th. So please do get on the website and sign up for one of these. Perfect. And Terry, sign up to lead one. There we go. <laughs> you can come yeah. on with me. I don't know. Yeah, Terry, do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, Avery, is there anything that you just kind of want to wrap up with? I think you kind of said the call to action, job. which was perfect. But um, anything else you want to mention before we log off? No, just that, you know, this is a total pilot experiment, right? We've never done anything like this. So, we want, to, we want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear what you think we could do better, what we've done well, but also we really see this as being here to stay um, as part of this whole suite that we're offering now. So definitely let us know how we can continue to utilize these virtual experiences moving forward um, and how we can enhance the program overall. So that's really what I want to wrap up with. Perfect. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes in between your live presentations to talk to us about <laughs> this new exciting delivery method for CarFit. I'm, I'm thrilled with everything that you guys are doing. It's a fantastic program and it's exciting to see it continue. No, thank you so much. This is wonderful. Um, and I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for listening to the Engaging Mobility Podcast. You can find links for further reading on the website, healthpromotionpartners.com. I want to thank the Colorado Department of Transportation for their support of this podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Terry Cassidy. I have a doctorate in occupational therapy, and I'm a certified driver rehabilitation specialist. As the owner of Health Promotion Partners, I help clients stay active in their community and make healthy decisions about transportation and aging in place. Susie Tichinski is an occupational therapist and certified driver rehab specialist. She is the owner of Adaptive Mobility, which provides driver rehab services as well as education for practitioners seeking to become driver rehab specialists. Learn more at adaptivemobility.com 
or through her Facebook group, Driving Rehab for the OT. 